following all adulting adults. You're tuning into The Grown Up Podcast, a show I created to talk about the struggles of the new millennium and share different perspectives in order to make sense of being a grown up. Along the way, I search for independent music, businesses, and individuals who make a way for themselves in the content creating industry via podcasts, books, blogs, vlogs, and more to show that we should support each other's ideas instead of tear them down. Tune into the podcast monthly and don't forget to follow me to stay up on new artists, new adventures, oh yeah, and more grown up shit. Now, let's get to the episode. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. What's good, Grown Up family? Welcome to another episode of the Grown Up Podcast. Now, if you seen yesterday, you got your notifications turned on, you seen that a Naturally on a Wave Spotlight Artist interview dropped. So please, please, please go and check that out. Stream that episode. And of course, go and follow him. We're not done out of this month yet. He is still the artist we're highlighting. So go and check out Kieran the Nomad. I appreciate you guys. And of course, before we get the episode started, I always have to thank the listeners, subscribers, supporters. Thank you so much for supporting me and subscribing and showing all the love. It's been amazing. And please, please, please let me remind you guys to go to the description below, check out my links and follow me. I post or I'm trying to post a lot more on social media and keep you guys updated and post motivational things. So uh, follow the Instagram podcast. That's where I'm the most active. I'm also a little bit active on the podcast Twitter and I'm doing my best with the TikTok, but we'll have to revisit that. (laughs) But anyways, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Today, I have a really good episode for you guys. So I appreciate you for tuning in. I love y'all and I'll see y'all at the end of the episode. Okay, let's get into it. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to the Grown Up Podcast, where you already know what we do. We talk about grown up shit, celebrate independence, and form a supportive platform for others. Today is going to be a twist on the grown up perspective. We're going to take it back old school to about the 80s, 90s era on the music side, as well as the broadcasting side, in order to gauge the similarities and differences of the past times and the current times. So in order for me to do that, I have to have some people joining me from that side, right? So first on the broadcast side, I got bad boy Billy Sly joining me. And later in the queue, people on deck will be DJ D-Wiz and hip hop pioneer Cool Mode D. All right. So I'll be giving you an industry overview from their perspective and journey. Now let's get started. Today, I got bad boy Billy Sly. How you doing? Welcome to the podcast. In the building, it's your boy, Bad Boy Billy Sly. And thank you for having me on, Derek Island. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you for being here. So as you heard that dope voice, bad boy Billy Sly is a man of culture, as we would say today. He has many accolades, entrepreneur endeavors. Uh, You know, he's got music industry ties. Uh, He's a well-rounded entrepreneur guy. So what drew you initially to the entertainment industry? My father kicked me in my pants and said I had to do it. <laughs> he said at seven years old, you're not going to take my legacy and leave it drowning in the past. He was the original manager of the stylistics. And I wow. guess he didn't want me not to pick up the ball where he left off. <laughs> Okay, okay. So he said, yeah, this not about it's not about to stop here. We about to keep this going. I feel sure. that. I feel that. All right. So, um I did some research and black people have always struggled to be accepted as equals not only in America, but you know, exclusively in certain industries. So, of course, the broadcasting and entertainment industry has played its role in oppression. So what similar challenges did you have to face that you see happening in the industry today? And what can we do to find permanent solutions to combat these challenges? I love the question. Your boy is a unique animal. So let me explain <laughs> why I love the question so much. See, I never had a struggle of showing that I was equal mm. because I didn't like what I saw and just about everyone I knew mm. that was trying to suppress my stardom. And if I needed to be equal to that, then you might as well stand behind me and when I first meet you, because the only time I want to see you is in my rearview mirror. Mm. So I didn't have that problem. I catapulted straight into the industry because when my dad chose to teach me from seven years old until his passing, Mm. I knew nothing but knowledge and technique. And by the time I got to 18, 19 years old, his attorney, who became my attorney, said, Mm. I can't help you, Mr. Sly, to come up with anything fresh. Mm. Why? I said, why? Because you're too dang smart. Mm. The only thing I can do is make sure whatever you come up with is legal. Mm. And he was a white attorney. I never had the problem because I never accepted the chains being put on my wrist prior to me excelling. Yeah, so what do you think is missing from today's fight that, uh, you know, instilled that type of fight in you uh, from a very young age? Well, I said that I would not be what my father was. That was a law enforcement officer, a music producer, and a soldier of the U.S. Army. And I was a law enforcement officer, (laughs) a soldier in the U.S. Army, (laughs) and I'm dang sure as a music producer, promoter, and record label owner. (laughs) I don't know how that happened because I protested, kicking and screaming, and I still ended up doing the same dang thing. And why? (laughs) Because I was good at it. Right. And the reason I was good at it is because I had early teaching. Early teaching is like going to uh, um, Head Start Mm. before kindergarten. Mm -hmm. That's what's missing today. Early teaching and and people who are 
informed and who have the ability to teach it are not there to help pick up the pieces to the embryonic individuals who are just stepping out. Yes, totally agree. I definitely agree with that. Uh, So my next question here is, nowadays, everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but they don't want to make the sacrifices that come with it. So what kind of sacrifices can you recall making and how did it benefit you in the long run on your pursuit of being an entrepreneur? When I was a kid, there was a thing called a big wheel. You sit on it, it had three wheels and two pedals, Mm -hmm. a pedal for each foot. And you pedal the front wheel and it pulls the rest of the apparatus. Mm -hmm. And it had some other types that were very similar. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get on my big wheel at seven and eight years old. (laughs) It took two years of me training under my dad's thumb Mm -hmm. in the entertainment industry before I could start acting like a normal child. Mm -hmm. But I understand why. Mm -hmm. He had a vision for me I didn't have for myself. So my father had to watch out for me like a real father should. And -hmm. that's what he did. He did his job. So ultimately, that sacrifice allowed me to recognize that, hey, everything that I want in my flesh, I can't have if I expect to excel. Mm -hmm. And some of the things that I take, I got to get it on the fly. Mm hmm. And brother, yeah. I created Bad Boy Billy Sly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I can uh, I can kind of relate to that in a way. Um, my father never directly told me about worth ethic, but he for sure showed me that by the way of how he worked uh, as I grew up. So um, I definitely had that same type of mentality as as far as like just. Um, you know, going after what and pursuing what I wanted to. So I uh, definitely appreciate that perspective. So how do you stay true to yourself while managing to still be relatable, knowing you're probably reaching new audiences by connecting with different people like myself? Well, that has never been a problem. The reason why it's not a problem for me to be able to migrate from one era to another is because I always make sure that I had the position of sitting on a fence. Now that seemed like a hollow state of mind, but it is not. It has its own technique and tactics available for you. I got one leg in the past. I got one leg in the future. And my crotch is sitting on the present. Just like you sit on a fence, just like you sit on a horse's saddle. That's what a crotch just so happened to be. It <laughs> is what it is. Now the bottom line is this though. So I'm always aware of what's going on in the past because the past has made me what I am in the present. Right. But having the ability to take the present of who I am, my present self, and catapult into the future takes having the ability of having my core in the middle of it all, sitting on that fence, collecting all the data of the past that makes the past relevant to the future mm. and collecting all that data of the future that is going to make me relevant in the future coming from the deep past. See, I'm not old school. Mm. Not at all. I'm true school. Mm. I've been taught well. Mm. So I know how to deal well with the past, the present, and the future. And I've never been expired. <laughs> 
Mm. I felt that wholeheartedly. So I guess that would be your formula to your longevity, your success. Um, would that kind of be correct, correct to say, to, to put a label on? It would be. I mean, think about the cats that I roll with. Dougie Fresh, Kumo D, K Davis, Master Ace, Sir Got, all the cats from back in the day who slowed down just a bit and lost their luster, cats like Mo D and Dougie Fresh kept it moving. Right. That's where that longevity comes from, keeping it moving. If you right. stop, you stagnate. Now, one may say that I'm stagnating, but see, I have a different job. My job is to observe, collect, report, mm-hmm. and activate. Mm-hmm. That's my job. And that's, that's how I right. stay in tune. And as long as I'm physically able to move, I'm a mover and a shaker, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. And that's why I got him right here on the podcast, dropping that knowledge for y'all to take with you and take these gems and apply this to your life because Grown Up Podcast connects with everyone. And everyone's perspective is always welcome and you see what type of gems you get from it. So you, you got to tune in. So uh, before I get to my last question here and we wrap up, I do want to dive a little bit into your other independent things you got going on and kind of highlight you a little bit, because at the beginning, I did say we have we highlight and celebrate independence. So you got your own barbecue sauce going on. You're also a podcaster. So tell us a bit about the barbecue sauce. Tell us a bit about the podcast, where we can find it. And overall, where we can find all of your endeavors. Because I'm looking at the the website right now. So some of these people, they don't go to the description. So we just got to do it for the audio people. Too easy. Too easy. (laughs) So let me say this. Everything happened from the music business side. Mm. All the riches and money that I've gained happened from the music industry side. And then I went into subcontracting and contracting, fighting terrorism. I became a soldier, U.S. Army, law enforcement, federal government. Fighting terrorism was my thing. And at the same time, simultaneously being in music mm-hmm. and television. And we are signed to Roku Television. Slide TV is our brand. We pulled out when COVID hit and we're coming back. All of that came from the nucleus of the music industry for me. And it led me to running across individuals in other industries, people who are higher up in other industries, because I made a success out of my industry coming Mm -hmm. from the bowels of the ghetto of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So, and I lived in a corner house. Mm. That's just adding to the backstory. Mm. So we, we caught everything. Everything that turned the corner, we caught it all. Any noise there was, we caught it all. Because we had a front and we had a side to our mm. home. Mm. We lived in row houses. So if you didn't have a front and side, that means you wasn't a corner house. Mm. So I caught it all. Culture mm. came too easy. Yeah. Taking me to today. So ultimately, knowing opportunities when I see it has been my strong point. Because coming out of the ghetto, 
you can't get out of there unless That's you right. see. That's right. So you know what? Talked about sitting on the fence earlier. There was two things to that. There was the positioning of my body where I had a one leg getting acclimated with the new world. The other leg keeping in touch with the old world. My midsection, which is my core. Mm-hmm. Taking all that and processing it. And the fact that I was on a fence means that I had a higher level because I was raised up mm-hmm. and I could see better. Right. But what made me who I am today after saying all of that is when I learned the technique of the helicopter. Mm. When you are inside of a helicopter, you have a topographical point of view. And I can see everything that's under me and more mm. for far distances. And then when I can see from straight above, even though I am still where I am on the status, I can still see further because I'm higher up right. than the fence. Right. And I was able to take a pinpoint and put it in the things that I wanted to accomplish. So I put those pins in there. I look from a topographical point of view and I look one step back to where I want to be, a step back from that, a step back from that, etc. Right. Until I got to where I am really right now. And then I start pursuing the things that I put those pins in, going forward step by step, going back in the forward direction and accomplishing each and every goal and task there was to accomplish. That made me have fame. That made me popular. Mm -hmm. That gave me opportunities because now, not only was I good at what I do, Mm -hmm. I was known for it. And those who admired me reached out and said, it is time for you to make some residual income. I would like to do this with Sly Broadcasting TV and Media Network. I would like to do this with Sly Entertainment Records. Hey, I would like to do this with you, bad boy Billy Sly. Mm. Because I was good at it and the world knew about it. Right. So once I was able to accomplish that, I could do anything I wanted to do. So I started the podcast so that I could take all this knowledge and share it with the masses. And then the sauces came into play because it was one of those things. Bad boy Billy Sly, we know that you can make a million records go into a million hands <laughs> tangibly. Mm-hmm. Can you make a million bottles of sauces go into a million kitchens? <laughs> I said, God dang, Skippy. Let's do it. <laughs> that's right. And that's my story, and I'm sticking with it. Alright, yeah I'm loving it, this is dope I love the knowledge drop I hope y'all are getting uh, Gaining and getting the gems that I'm gaining And getting um, and taking with me So now for my final Question, any advice For independent people Specifically for those interested In broadcasting and being An entrepreneur Who think it's impossible To do what they love to do Who think Um it's something some out of reach thing uh what advice do you have for them well if you want to get put on you know where to come let me just start right there that's right however for those who can't see tomorrow while living today and are blinded to the ways of the industry in which you choose to be in I have a special message for you. Whether you're called independence or not, 
anyone who is stuck in that rut, I have a special message. And this message will answer your question. What you see is what you get that ain't true. Mm. Because when you see what you want, you are only seeing the outcome of somebody else's hard work. Mm. It's what you don't see is what you need in order to get what you saw. You got to put in the work, but it can't be just any work. It has to be specific work, specific discipline towards that work. You have to know and learn the formula of succeeding in that work, whether it's by school, being schooled, or talking to true school. Whether it's by research, trial and error, or a silver spoon in your mouth. The bottom line is you have to have a foundation in what it is that you see before you can become like me. This is your boy, Bad Boy Cody <laughs> Slide. And if I answered your question, then I'm on fire. Yes, you are on fire, my man. I appreciate you for coming by. Now, y'all, please go and check out Bad Boy Billy Slide because as he mentioned, you know, he's he's the he's the guy to go to if you want to get some connections, get your name out there. He'll give you some airtime. So go ahead and, and and put that in there and let the people know how they can find that and, and get some airtime if that's what they're looking to do. Too easy. Info at S-L-Y-E-N-T-M-A-G dot live. That's Sly, E-N-T mag dot live. That's where you can find your boy, Bad Boy Billy Sly. And I will reach back out or my staff will reach back out and give you what you need. And that, and there you have it, folks. Y'all, please go and check out Bad Boy Billy Sly. He's uh, he's a dope entrepreneur. He's got all these endeavors going on. And y'all already know we support all of that here on the Grown Up Podcast. Appreciate you for stopping by, my brother. Appreciate you for dropping the knowledge in the gyms and for connecting with me. And uh, that's it for this episode today. I appreciate y'all. And make sure I remind you to be safe and stay kind. All right. Wait, wait, wait. Don't leave just yet. You know, I got to come in and remind you to go to the description once again. Check out the links. Check out Bad Boy Billy Sly. All of his links will be in the description where you can check out everything that we talked about. And you can follow him so you can keep tuning in to all his wisdom, his gems that he dropped. I'm so happy that I got to connect with him. I swear this higher power has been working and connecting me with so many individuals that have just been enlightening me and you know giving me the energy that I need to continue to push myself to you know new heights and so please go to the description 
follow bad boy billy sly and follow me so you can check out the post the latest posts on the podcast instagram and you can see how i've been able to take that energy and elevate myself to the next level i'm so happy so proud of this milestone so if you guys go please go to the description follow me uh like share uh comment um what was your favorite line in this episode i want to interact with you guys i want to get in touch with you guys um and yeah i just appreciate y'all so i'm gonna stop talking now um and because i know this is a lot it's two episodes kind of dropping the same weekend I tried to spread it out, but life, okay? It's a grown-up podcast, <laughs> but I appreciate y'all. I love y'all, and I messed up at the end because I got a little tongue t- twisted or whatnot, but let me remind y'all to stay safe and be kind, all right? Peace. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 